but in leadoff at second base, number five, Dan Gillard. Welcome to the Go Ball Podcast, season two, episode three. I'm your host, Dean, and let's get into this week's episode. Let's start off with some standings. American League East, Yankees are in first place, 14 and six. Blue Jays are behind them in second, 14 and eight. In the Central, the Twins are in first, 12 and nine. And the Indian, oh, the Guardians, oops, the Guardians are behind them, 9 and 12. Over in the West, Angels are in first, 14 and 9, or 14 and 7. And the Mariners are in second with, with an 11 and 9 record. In the National League, the Mets are in first. In the East, uh, 15 and 6. And the Marlins are behind in second, 11 and 8. In the Central, the Brewers are 14 and and seven in first place, and in second place, the Cardinals are 11 and nine. And over in the West, the Dodgers are in first, 13 and six. This is definitely the closest division. The Padres are in second, 14 and seven. The Giants are in third, 14 and seven. And Colorado in fourth, 11 nine. And Arizona in fifth, 10 and 12. But that's very close. That's a very close division. Um, you know, I'd obviously want it to go too with the Dodgers, being a Dodgers fan, but we'll see what happens. It's very close. And then going into some news, some things, some things that are going on within the league this past since the last episode, we have a MLB expansion likely to happen within the next three to five years. Which when I saw that, I thought that was crazy. I don't understand how that would work. We have six divisions that each have five teams, thirty teams. Where would these two teams go? I I don't know. They'd have to change up all the divisions, which, I mean, I don't know how to feel about it. At first, like I'm not liking this too much, but I'm open to new teams joining, I guess. We'll just have to see what happens. Depends where, I guess, but um, I'm guessing it'd be kind of like the NFL, I believe. Uh, their divisions, I don't know how many. Or if we do, uh, There's probably eight divisions, and I think there's four teams in each. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, Chaz, oh, I don't think I spelled that right. Let me just make sure. Oh, Chaz Kishholm, which I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I know he's been like doing well and whatever, but uh, the umpire was rushing. I'll just call him Jazz. I actually saw him hit a home run last year at Petco Park, but the umpire was rushing him into the batter's box. He was taking his time, and then uh, the ump was like, get in the box, hurry up. And then next pitch, he hit a dinger, which was cool. Kind of showed, like, I don't need to hurry up, what? Because I don't get why he's rushing them in. Um, the National, another news story, Nationals um, shortstop, another name I don't know how to pronounce, Alcides Escobar. Um, so, uh Say what's happening, the Giants were up 7-1, to and um, another name, Thyro Estrada, I'm going to guess, uh, stole second and then scored on a grounder, I believe it was, and they're already up 7-1, to but he's stealing, you know, and Escobar got mad about that, he was, he was yelling at them, and there are some quotes that went along with that, um, it was from the Giants manager, Gabe Kapler, he said, Quote, we scored seven runs in an inning. We know we're capable of scoring seven runs uh, in, a, in an inning as well. It, wait. Oh, 
I'm going to say that one again. You say, quote, we scored seven runs in an inning. We know they are capable of scoring seven innings, seven r- runs in an inning as well. It's definitely not about running up the score. That was response to Escobar being mad about that. Um, it's not like there's nothing wrong with doing that. I know it's kind of an unwritten rule, but I know he was he was still second and scored. Like he's trying to get another run, even though that they're up a lot. Um, big news. I bet you I've heard this. Moving on from last story, Miguel Cabrera, three thousand hits. We knew it was coming. You know he's a goat, future Hall of Famer, won the triple crown. Was that 2012? I believe 2013, maybe. But I you know he's good. Um, stuck in Detroit, like won't win a World Series there. You know, made it close 2012. But um, yeah, I'm congratulations to Miguel Cabrera. This is somewhat old news, but it's been a it's been a decent amount of time uh, since the last episode. The next closest players to reaching that 3,000 hit mark is Robinson Cano. He's at 2,630 right now. Then Yadier Molina, who's at 2,116. And then Joey Votto, who is 2,035 hits currently. Do I think any of those could any of those players can make it? Um, I think out of all those players, Joey Votto has uh, more years in him. I'm not sure about Cano and Molina. I'm pretty sure this is Molina's last year, if I'm not wrong. Could be wrong, probably am. Um, but that'd be cool to see Joey Votto. It'd be cool to see any of them do that. Although ever since Robinson Cano got caught for steroids, I've been the biggest fan, but I definitely would want to see Joey Votto do that. I think that'd be cool. Um, over in New York, Yankees walk off win against the guardians and a player or a fan, uh, was throwing trash at, uh, the guardians right fielder. I can't get his name, uh, right now, but. Um, Miles Straw, who's on the Guardians, got up on the wall and started yelling at the fans for throwing trash. Um, personally, I think that's horrible. I bet everyone could agree with me on that. That throwing trash at an MLB player from the stands is something you shouldn't be doing. Um, they're obviously a better spot like in their life than you might be if they're in the MLB. But, you know, like there's no reason, like, I don't know, like, why like throwing trash it's kind of messed up um like that's definitely not something you should be doing but miles straw who got th- uh trash thrown at him i don't know if he was the right fielder or not but he said quote classless worst fan base on the planet and you know miles straw i could agree with you on that that yankees fans are not it when it comes to that um but yeah some more news over in the national league central the Chicago Bears beat the Pittsburgh Steelers three touchdowns to zero. That was my little joke. The Cubs beat the Pirates 21 to zero, which would have been three touchdowns. They they ran up the scoreboard. That so you see earlier we got the Nationals shortstop getting mad at the Giants for getting a, another run while being up six runs or being uh five runs at the time. But then we got the Cubs. They've got 21 runs while the Pirates can get zero. So, you know, that's just baseball for you. Um, Over in the AL East, Kevin Kiermaier hit a walk-off. It was his first walk-off in his, like, career ever. And he said, quote, I've never done it at any level. 
backyard baseball, minor leagues, big leagues, and today was a day. I felt like a 12-year-old running the bases. So, you know, good for him. I love Kevin Kiermaier. Um, if any of you guys watched, um, what was it, MLB Fan Cave, they used to do videos, and then they're on MTV2, I think was the thing. That was a show called Off the Bat. I used to love watching that. In fact, if you watched that or know what I'm talking about, you should send a DM on the Insta because I have yet to come across someone who remembers watching that. But uh, he did a video with MLB Fan Cave where it was Ray Z, where he was talking like Jay-Z. It's Kevin Kiyomaya. Uh I enjoyed that video. Um, stay. Oh, wait, no. In the NL East, still on the East Coast, though, Angel Hernandez, you know, he's known for not being the best umpire. Uh, if you didn't know that by now, I don't know how that is possible. But in a one-run game in the ninth, Kyle Schwarber struck out on a three, on a full count pitch looking, 3-2 count, and proceeded to be pretty mad. He threw his helmet, slammed his bat down, threw his helmet, and started arguing and got tossed immediately before he could even say anything to Angel Hernandez. He got tossed after throwing his bat in his helmet, which, I mean, makes sense. He's visibly mad about it. Uh, was it the right call? Let's Nope, that's definitely not the right call. That is outside, so that sucks. And I understand why Schwarber was mad. And he, uh, after the game, he said, quote, I'm not here to bury anyone. Uh, it, but it wasn't very good. It just got to me where I was going to stick up for some other guys. So apparently there wasn't too many good calls in that game. And uh, Joe Girardi, who is a Phillies manager, said, quote, it's not an easy job. It isn't. That's why I'm for the automated strike zone, end quote. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think the MLB should bring in, uh, uh, what's it called, an automated strike zone where it'd be like a robot i wonder if it'd be probably not a robot but i bet they'd, they'd uh how they on the like uh sports broadcasts how they have the strike zone where they show you where the pitch is it might be that um who knows if that would happen uh i mean honestly i thought we'd have a, a automated strike zone before we have an expansion but i guess we're in an expansion so you know who knows um uh, next thing is about Jock Peterson, and I'm actually going to have my friend come in and do this. He's over in Texas, um, my homie, absolute homie, and we're playing MLB The Show, and uh, he watched, he was watching the game live or something, or it happened before, and he was telling me all about that, so I'm going to get him on here, and that transition to that next audio clip will be right now. Hello, Aiden, how are you? I'm doing good, Dean. How about you? I'm good, thanks. And yeah. so earlier, like I said, um, Aiden and I were playing LV the show, and he was telling me about this. So I thought, yeah. why would I like? Why don't I bring Aiden on to explain what happened? So Aiden, go ahead, just tell everyone what you yeah. saw, cause yeah. So it was uh, pretty sure it was the eighth inning uh, a couple days ago. Giants at Brewers, um, and Jock Pearson was up at bat with a man on, um. I'm pretty sure they were down by one, or it was tied. I can't quite remember. But um, there were fans. Like, I could hear, like, as he was, like, getting ready to bat, there were fans, like, somewhere behind home plate just screaming at him. Like, I think there was either there was one or maybe two just yelling at him. Like, I couldn't really distinguish what they were saying that well, but obviously it wasn't nice. They were, they were going, they were, like, crazy yelling at Chuck. And then that same at bat, he crushed the home run to center field. And then he... 
like looked in the direction of those fans as he was going to first base. And after he touched home plate, he like took a couple steps in the direction of the hecklers, and he said some stuff that aren't like really appropriate for this podcast. But he <laughs> definitely let him have it. <laughs> definitely let him have it. Definitely let him know that like what he just did, and he let him have it basically. So yeah, that's that, that was a John Peterson situation from last week. Yeah, I think I think what I think it was amazing. Like, if you haven't oh, seen the clip it was yet, so funny. I was really loving that. As a Giants fan, I was, I was really loving that. Yeah, like he he shut him up for sure. And after the game, uh, he, he said in an interview, he said, "quote Yeah, they were talking s word. It got me a little fired up." So yeah. I mean, but it was a, I mean, that's a way to that's how you respond to people heckling. Honestly. You hit a home run, yeah. So yeah, thank you, Aiden, for joining us. Of course, thank you so thing. much for having me. Awesome. Hey, see ya. See ya. Thank you again to Aiden for coming on here to do that. I know he's a big Giants fan, and yeah, I've been wanting to get him on the podcast for a while. So glad I got to get him on here, and hopefully he can be on another time. Um, other news: the Royals announced their City Connect jerseys, and they are amazing. They're fire. They might be my personal favorite. Um, next episode, or sometime soon, hopefully, maybe once uh, all the City Connect jerseys are announced for this season, um, we'll be ranking them, I hope, because uh, a decent amount of teams have them. Uh, more teams are coming. Uh, I don't, maybe, I'll, I don't know exactly, but a certain amount of uh, teams got them last year, and I think the next team to announce theirs is the Angels on June 11th or 4th. I don't know where either of those numbers are coming from, but I'm excited for the Angels uh, City Connect jerseys to come. Uh, I enjoy watching the Angels. And speaking of Angels, Mike Trout uh, did a check swing and ended up getting a triple out of it. Check swing, thought about it. The first baseman dove for it, couldn't get it. The ball got by. Right fielder was playing pretty close to center field. And Mike Trout, you know, he's fast. He just he went for third and uh Got himself a triple out of a check swing. And that was actually his 50th triple of his career. So, I mean, that's a pretty cool way to do it, honestly. Um, Walker Bueller, uh, Dodgers pitcher. First shutout of the 2022 season, meaning first time a starting pitcher went the entire game where a relief pitcher or closer didn't come in. And it was also... Walker Buehler's first personal shutout, and this was against the Diamondbacks. He went nine innings and only gave up three hits, zero runs, and had 10 strikeouts, which is pretty good. A pretty good stat for that game. And another good stat that happened, or I guess that's going on, is involved with Byron Buxton um, in the Minnesota Twins. So the Twins record with Byron Buxton playing is 124 um, and wins and 73 losses, and this is the record since 2019. But the Twins' record, um, also since 2019, without Byron Buxton, is 94 wins and 109 losses. So the Twins need Byron Buxton in their lineup if they want to win, is what I'm getting from that. But that's that's an interesting um, statistic. Uh, another interesting statistic, you know, I'm just on fire connecting these together. I try. Um, Anthony Rizzo hit a home run at Yankee Stadium, and fortunately for him, is the only stadium that that ball would have gone out in. 
Um, there's an Instagram account. I'm not exactly sure what the name is. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've just heard about it. But that uh, takes home runs that were at Yankee Stadium and says if they would be home runs at other stadiums. Uh, Yankee Stadium, I believe their left field wall is like 318 feet, which is really short. Um, very short um, in comparison to the other ones, other stadiums. But this home run was in right field, and it would uh, it would have just been a, a pop out or just like a fly out or whatever, or unless fielder didn't catch it in any other 29 stadiums. But nope, it was at Yankee Stadium. Fortunate for him, and like being on the Yankees, playing there a lot, um, and he was able to get a home run out of that. Um, the Twins had a wild walk-off against the Tigers. There was a lot of errors. Um, it's hard to explain uh, what happened, but it was wild. Let me see if I could pull up a video. I don't think I have one saved. Uh, but I believe is their manager, someone with the Twins, Rocky Balladelli. Um, he said, quote, We made some boo-boos on the bases, and we somehow made our way out of it, and smell like roses i don't know what i'm even talking about right now he was in shock as i would be too is a crazy clip um pretty much the tigers just had like four errors in one play they're overthrowing the ball they weren't catching it and i think two runs scored on the play and ended up being a walk-off so the tigers were so close but still had to lose it and of course it's the tigers what other team would that be Poor Tigers. I'm sorry to the Tigers. I'm sorry for making that joke <laughs> to Tigers fans who might be watching, but probably aren't. Who knows? I don't even know who watches this, but I enjoy doing this. It's very fun. Hopefully, you guys enjoy listening. Um, the Mets and Cardinals. Uh, benches were uh, cleared. I don't know if you'd call that what happened a brawl, but Nolan Arenado got thrown at. It was, it was high and inside. Near his face, and he didn't like that. He started yelling at the pitcher. I'm not exactly sure who the pitcher was. He was yelling umpire. It was Lopez on the Mets, uh, I believe. Uh, then the bench is cleared, and there was a clip of I'm not exactly sure his name. Um, I remember seeing this. I want to say it was something like Gal, Gal something, uh, bullpen pitcher on the uh, Cardinals, I believe. Uh, he hopped over the outfield fence. All the other Players were rushing from the bullpen to rush to the the brawl, and uh, he couldn't wait. He had a he hopped over the outfield fence and ran to the action, started defending his teammates. But Arenado was uh, afterwards suspended two games, which is interesting uh, because I mean I could understand why he was uh, not happy with a ninety four mile per hour baseball being thrown at his head. But yes, he was suspended two games. And um, Ollie Marmol uh, was uh, said after the game. Oh, it was a Cardinals coach. He said, "Quote: When you come up top like that and jeopardize someone's career and life, yeah, I take exception to that. Nolan has every right to react the way he did and go after him, which kind of what I was going along. Because um, I mean, that's fascinating. Uh, you." Uh, if you guys remember when John Carlos Stanton got hit in the face, he was out for a long time. And now you see so many batters wearing the C-flaps. I think what they're called, I don't know if that's a brand name, but the little extra flap that covers the jaw that goes down off the helmet. Um, 
yeah, like, because, I mean, getting hit by a baseball is not good, but especially up by your head, that's not good at all. I know Stanton was out for a long time, so, yep, he's still suspended two games, though. Um, other news with the Cardinals, John Jay, outfielder uh, for many years uh, throughout the league. I think it was 12 seasons in MLB. He re- is retiring. I know personally, I saw him make this like crazy diving catch in 2014 against the Dodgers. Um, I've that's actually the only time I sat in the pavilion, like the outfield seats, Dodger Stadium, and we were right by this play, and it was crazy. He dove way behind him and caught it. It was a crazy play. Um, after that, we got Wilson Contreras, who's on the Cubs, and William Contreras, who's on the Braves. Um, they're brothers. If you couldn't tell by the last names, or maybe you just thought they had similar last names, maybe I didn't do a good job explaining it. But uh, the brothers, um, they uh, the Cubs were at the Braves. Uh, uh, Braves hosted the Cubs. I guess you could say, um, and you know, normally they have the managers go out and exchange the lineup cards, but um, both teams had um, the Contreras brothers go out and do it, and they're both emotional about it, you know. But I mean, I would be too. I know I got a brother, and uh, if me and him made the MLB and we're exchanging lineup cards, that would be that would be a special moment. So uh, it's cool they got that moment together, um, and yeah, like that, that's cool. Um, also with the Braves, Ronald Acuna Jr. is now back after tearing his ACL. He missed, he was out for 292 days. So welcome back, Ronald Acuna. I know, uh, he was aiming for May uh, 6th is what we said in the last episode. So he's back early. So that's good. And when Acuna ran out to the outfield, he got a standing ovation from Braves fans and he also got a standing ovation when it was his first at bat. So, I mean, that's awesome. Um, I bet you have heard as well. Um, Trevor Bauer suspended two years without pay. Um, now, I won't go too much into the details. Uh, but he uh, is for sexual abuse, I'm pretty sure. Or some, or I don't know exactly what it's called. But um, if you want to research that on your own definitely research that there's many articles um and they can have your own opinion about that but um personally i think two years is i mean that's a long time i'm not saying that's the right call or the wrong call but two years is a long time because he's he missed um around 80 games last season i think it was more it might have been more um if i'm not wrong but and he's already missed about 20 games this season so he's uh, almost already, he's coming up on already missed a season altogether. Um, so yeah, so he's kind of already missed one season almost, and now he's suspended two seasons, which is, I think, don't quote me on this, 324 games, I think, and that is without pay, and it is starting now. So none of those games that he has already missed doesn't count. So uh, that means no Trevor Bauer for a long time. Um, yeah, and uh, I know he appealed it, which, I mean, I'm 17. I don't know too much how stuff like that, what that even means. But um, who knows if we'll see him back before that. But for now, it is two years from now, which is a long time. So there you go. Um, 
Bobby Witt Jr. on the Kansas City Royals was sliding into third, and Yankees Gleyber Torres looked like he pushed him off the bag a little bit. Um, yeah, so the pitcher hadn't thrown the ball yet. He got caught in a rundown, and he ran, 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 and slid. And Gleyber Torres also slid, and it looked like he pushed him on, like off the base, and he was called out for falling off the base. And then Royals manager Mike. Thaney, I'm going to guess that's how you say that. He came out and started arguing. He's like, he was obviously pushed off the bag, you know, because, like, uh, if you picture it, Bobby Witt Jr. is running to third, and Glaber Torres is running after him, and he slides, Bobby Witt Jr. slides, and Glaber Torres slides to tag him, and he, the momentum just pushed it, uh, pushed uh, Bobby Witt Jr. off the bag, and he was still called out, even though it looked clear that he was um, pushed off the bag, so... uh Royals manager was ejected for that. Um, I definitely think that that was not the right call. I think it's almost very obvious that uh, Glaber Torres pushed him off the base. So, I mean, I'm with uh, the Royals manager in that situation. And last news of the uh, week, or since the last time we did the episode, the New York Mets. Go Mets, baby. It's all about the Mets. Hit a home run, Mets. Combined no-hitter. First no-hitter of the season. And, yeah, it was a combined no-hitter. Um, let's say all the names. It was Tyler McGill who got the start. And then Drew Smith, uh, Jolie Rodriguez, Seth Lugo. And ended it off with Edwin Diaz, who was electric. And that was against the Phillies. Um, so, I mean, congratulations to the Mets on that. It's all about the Mets, baby. Go Mets. I mean, that's pretty cool. First combined, or first no-hitter uh, of the season. Uh, I mean, we were very close seeing one with Kershaw. Almost, we were close seeing a perfect game with Kershaw. If only he didn't get pulled out. But, oh well. First no-hitter of the season goes to the Mets. Congratulations. And that's all the news we have for today. So, thank you guys for watching. Um... I mean, if you couldn't tell by now, uh, Noah uh, wasn't here. Um, it just didn't work out like with uh, being busy and stuff. Uh, we were going to try doing um, uh, like he recorded at his house. I recorded at my house. Um, but then it just kind of, oh, we're, no, we're not saying that 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 didn't work out. Uh, we most likely will try that later on. But just for this week is coming up on uh, the next, uh, pretty close to the next time we'd record next episode, uh, which would be episode four. Um, so I want to get episode real quick, um, just so we want to be piled up on all the news, just keep it more interesting and to give you guys your updates. Although I don't think anyone would get their updates from this because I mean, you can just like look on Instagram and all, but hopefully this show is enjoyable. I know it's more enjoyable when there's another person here um to try to kind of go back and forth with and it's not uh as fun just hearing my voice the whole time uh but yeah so i'm glad we got to get aiden on here just for a little bit um hear his thoughts on uh jock peterson stuff so uh again thank you for aiden uh coming to do that or calling to do that um and thank you to carlos uh who uh did the intro for that um I'm pretty sure I'll add that in. So if I if I didn't, this makes no sense. 
sorry, but um, yeah, that was my friend Carlos who recorded that uh, doing the intro. Uh, he's got an amazing voice, and we're uh, some friends and I were telling him like, dude, you should be like a sports announcer. And so he's practicing, and we uh, we got a recording of him doing that. So I mean, I'd love to put that on a podcast, you know. So shout out to Aiden and Carlos. Thank you to you guys, and thank you to everyone who watched and listen or listen to this week's episode it means a lot it truly does um thank you yeah thank you for tuning in this week's episode i'm your host dean and we will see you next week